Welcome back to Fantasy Island, guys. We're going to do our fantasy matchups for week three. That's right. We got a couple games picked out for you. A couple, hopefully, high shooting games with a couple of fantasy relevant players in there that we can sort of steer your way to put in your lineup. I know it hasn't been the greatest the first couple of weeks, but guys, remember, this is the way this thing plays out every year. There's always some kind of curveballs or things you got to be ready for. So just roll with the punches, guys. Enjoy it. It's fantasy football. Remember, it's only week two. No need to panic. No need to blow up the ship, right? Remember, there's still guys are going to do some things, even though they haven't been producing in the first couple weeks. Just remember, you drafted guys for a reason. Stick with them. So what we're going to talk about today is our first game is going to be our Chargers-Vikings matchup this week. It's two underperforming teams, let's just be honest. You know, both of them looking for their first win. It's getting bad when you have so much talent on both teams and they can't win games. And it's ready to sort of create situations where there's going to be drastic change in both organizations. I truly believe that after this season. Don't know really how the rest of the season is going to play out for the Vikings, especially if they start 0-3 or 0-4. Doesn't really look like they're going to make the playoffs. Kirk Cousins sitting there lame duck quarterback next year, free agency. Whole bunch of stuff behind this matchup. So remember, guys, you got two high-powered offenses going at it with two high-powered quarterbacks. These quarterbacks are doing pretty well in fantasy for you. We'll start with Justin Herbert. We'll start with the Chargers. Justin Herbert's the main cog there because Austin Eckler's probably going to be out again. You got Austin Eckler, who's going to be out for week three. He was out for week two. Again, ankle injury. Not really sure how long this is going to lag. I'm recording on Wednesday night. Doesn't look like he's going to play at all. He hasn't practiced all week. They got Joshua Kelly back there. He's performing pretty good in the first two games that he's been playing. He's at 130 yards, already racked up in a touchdown. So he's filling in for what they need. I mean, the reality is that offense runs through the air. And especially now with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, they have a lot of expectation that they're going to move the ball deep downfield. I think one of the things that's surprising to me is just the fact that they figured out new ways to move Keenan Allen around. If you watch the games, they're doing different things with him this year. And if this guy can stay healthy, he's on track to get about 15, 1,600 yards this season. So already he's, you know, he's averaging 13.3 yards a catch. He's got 14 receptions and 187 yards and two TDs in two games. So he's not doing too bad, and he's averaging seven receptions a game. That's pretty good. You know, I mean, as far as anybody else there, BMW, Big Mike Williams, he's underperforming again, but you know he's going to flash. He's going to have some big games. The rookie, it seems like they're trying to press him the ball a little bit, but he just hasn't had the big flashes that we thought he'd have, long touchdowns, things like that. I can see this game breaking open. You know, I see Minnesota's defense is definitely suspect. Their their back end is suspect. They're hurt everywhere again already. They have no depth. So I can see the Chargers exploiting their secondary. They're going to be playing on turf in a dome in Minnesota. So it's going to be set up for them. I like the offenses here. If you got a guy in your roster, one of those three receivers, Big, Big Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, even Quentin Johnson, and you want to take a flyer, guys, because your guys are hurt or matchups don't look good, throw them in there. I mean, Justin Herbert's going to sling that ball. They got to get a win. And they don't got Eckler. So I don't see him pounding the rock with, with Joshua Kelly. So I think that formula right there is going to be a success for anybody who's got any of those receivers and that quarterback. Definitely looking at starting those guys. On the other side of the ball, you got the Vikings. And atop the fantasy quarterback chain is old... Uh, Captain, you like that? Kirk Cousins. 
got a 114.2 passer rating, dog. This guy's tearing it up. He's atop the fantasy fucking world right now. He's got over 700 yards passing in the first two games, six touchdowns to one pick. They haven't won a game, and they don't have a running back that can do anything because it seems like Alexander Madison or their offensive line just isn't blocking for him, but it just seems really different now. And I don't know if it was the fact that maybe defenses were a little bit worn down by the time he came in from Dalvin Cook, but it just doesn't seem like it's working. Now, as the time of this recording, they just acquired Cam Akers. Not really, I really doubt if he's going to suit up this week. I don't think he will at all. Doesn't know any plays. He's not Christian McCaffrey. I don't think they're going to do that. They'll probably wait till next week with him. So just knowing that, even if he does come in, it'll be a non-factor. I mean, the reality is the only thing I like here is Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. If you got either one of those guys, plug them in. These guys are tearing it up. And the Chargers secondary is giving up a ton of yards to everybody they play. Justin Jefferson is still leading the league. He's right on top. 20 receptions, you know, 15.4 yards a reception. But zero TDs again through two games. So really looking to see if this thing can snap a little bit and this guy can start scoring some touchdowns. But he's got over 300 yards receiving in two games. So he's definitely the class and definitely worthy of that number one overall ADP it looks like. So, you know, again, a great fantasy matchup, both sides of the ball, high-powered offense. It should be a shootout, fun to watch on TV. Plug all those guys in your lineup that you can. Keep an eye on the running back situation, but right now I don't think Austin Eckler's going to be playing, guys. But that'll be our first matchup of the week, Chargers-Vikings. Second matchup of the week, guys. That's right, week three matchup coming at you again with Pittsburgh against the Las Vegas Raiders. I know it doesn't sound too sexy, guys. There's a lot of fantasy relevance here, and we're going to break it down for you. One of them is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has been doing pretty good. He left the game last week with a concussion. Jacoby Myers has a concussion since week one. Devontae Adams is not listed on the injury report, even as questionable in the concussion protocol, anything as of Wednesday. Jacoby Myers is still questionable with his concussion. So, I mean, looking at that, I just think that Pittsburgh has given up a lot of yards or given up a lot of air yards to suspect receivers. I think Devontae Adams and if Jacoby Myers comes back, I think they can exploit their secondary a little bit. Devontae's had some decent games. His first game, he's stuck on that six-catch thing. He's had six catches in both of his games. First game was for 66 yards, no TDs. Second game, he was tearing it up a little bit when he got hurt. He was six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. So he looked like the Devontae. But then he got hurt a little bit, took a pop in the melon. He was down for the count. So I think the issue there is going to be what kind of game plan they have. And when I'm saying that, I think that you got to look at the running back situation. And last week against Buffalo, Josh Jacobs threw a stinker. Nine carries minus two yards. Okay, that's not going to happen again, bro. I'm just saying that. Buffalo was giving up over seven yards of carry in the first week in between the tackles. And anybody else who ran the ball other than Josh Jacobs was getting close to that number between the tackles against Buffalo. But for some reason, it just wasn't Josh Jacobs' day. They called the right plays. The defense called the right plays when he was running the ball and just made him look bad. I don't see that happening this week. And Pittsburgh is, again, a little bit suspect against the run. Uh, we know what happened to Nick Chubb in their last game, but they're coming off a short week too. They're banged up defensively. Minka Fitzpatrick, these guys are good. They have to recover. 
So I think that's going to be playing into a big part of it. And I think by the end of the game, Josh Jacobs should be taken over on the ground. I love a huge game from Josh Jacobs here. You know, again, Pittsburgh's going to have to try to score with him because I think Vegas is going to come out and smack him in the mouth. And Pittsburgh defense is letting people smack him in the mouth and the offense is trying to hang with him. You know, last week they did pretty good. And, you know, the one guy I'll talk about first on Pittsburgh's side of the ball is George Pickens. George Pickens, he was a find for them. You know, he had a little bit of some off-field issues and it dropped his draft stock a little bit, but they knew what they got when they drafted him. And as long as he can keep his off-the-field issues under control, this guy had the potential to be a top wide receiver in the league. And he showed it last week. He flashed. You know, he had nine receptions for a buck 63 and a TD last week. You know, the courtesy of a 71-yard touchdown to pad those stats a little bit. But the first week he was, you know, he played San Francisco. They were probably keying on him. Deontay Johnson went down again in the first game. He's on the IR. Pickens is the man there. So the first week he only had five catches for 36 yards. That's still eight points in fantasy. So he didn't stinker you. He's going to get targeted. He's going to get the ball. It just really depends on what they can do and how they can really start flowing and their offense can start flowing. And I think it starts in their backfield. And I think I've been talking about it since week one, even preseason a little bit. But there's a change coming, guys. And Najee Harris, sorry, bud, you are just looking worse and worse every time you touch that ball. He is basically the same guy every week the first week Najee had 5.3 fantasy points second week 5-3 first week six carries 31 yards with a long of 24 that means basically he had five carries for seven yards with an average of 0.71 yards per carry in those carries second week he had 10 carries for 43 yards with a long of 21 that means in nine carries, he had 22 yards. That's 2.4 yards a carry. He isn't really doing what they need him to do. And again, I told you guys, if you've been listening to us, Jalen Warren is the juice there. Jalen Warren is getting ease in this offense, and he's going to take over this offense by week five. The first week, he scored 6.8 points. Not a big deal. Big factor, mostly in the passing game. Last week, he started tearing it up a little bit more. He had 12.6 fantasy points i think by this week his floor is going to be about 15 to 16 fantasy points going forward and he has the potential to have a really big breakout season i like me some jalen warren here so i like jalen warren definitely over Najee. i've liked him all year so the fantasy matchup there's good on both sides of the ball with the running backs if they utilize jalen warren right and i think that it's trending up his his usage, especially his passing usage, Najee Harris's passing usage was 11% of the passing plays. So definitely Jalen Warren has that wrapped up, and he's going to start taking just regular carries from the guy as well. So I think Jalen Warren's the guy there. I think when you have Jalen Warren's pickings, you got Fryer Muth and you got Kenny Pickett slinging that ball like he does, I think it makes for a good fantasy matchup. You know, again, on the other side of the ball, I'm a little worried about the receivers just because they were injured and both of them were in concussion protocol. Jimmy G is still upright, so we're good there. But I love me a bounce-back game from Josh Jacobs, and I, I think they're going to challenge that offensive line to do better this week, and I really think they're going to perform. So I think that's going to be our second fantasy matchup, Pittsburgh versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And for the Fantasy Island crew, remember, guys, hit that subscribe button. Every week, we're going to be coming at you with tidbits. 
I'll be coming at you with another bit here soon. But for Bombo, for T, for everybody on the Fantasy Island crew, we are out. Thank you.